gentlemen. You wanted the best, you got the best. In strong language and adult content, the hottest podcast in the world. Slowly, we rock. So, this is Slowly We Rock, and this is our brand new podcast. It's the first... Well, no one's ever done this before. Pioneers. It's the first ever, don't check this out, but it's the first ever music podcast ever ever recorded. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. It's amazing that it's taken until this long for someone to record a music podcast. If you Google it, you'll just get a fake news result that show other music podcasts, but they're not real. (laughs) Yeah, a lot of people have decided to record music not a lot of people have decided to record themselves talking about music, which is good because three out of four of us, sorry, two out of three, can't actually write music. So, yeah. we, we, but we found a way I to... Think that's either a conference or he's setting me up for a dig. <laughs> <laughs> but we found a way to worm ourselves into music. Whereas uh, I published multiple books of panpipe sheet music. So, uh... <laughs> cool. So, um, you might be wondering, I mean, if you're not one of the five of our friends that actually listens to this. Yeah. Why am I listening outside, to this? <laughs> uh, you might be wondering who we are. So, gents, int- introduce yourselves. My name is Rapping Dan and I'm here to... <laughs> <laughs> I like rapping in a podcast way. No, uh... <laughs> Expect a lot of humour of that level. (laughs) Yeah, so side piece to come. Humour's very generous. (laughs) Uh, I'm Dan, uh, 30 years young. Um, (laughs) Dating profile. I like making bacon on the beach. (laughs) Um, My name's Jim. I am here to say 100 (laughs) minus 70 years old. That's 30, baby. And I hear I'm also. I can't even get my... I was just trying to say what Dan was going to say, and I've fluffed it already. <laughs> um, hi, I'm Jim. Uh, I'm also 30, uh, if that matters to anyone listening. Uh, yes, and I like rock and heavy metal music. It sounds like a support group now. At least. It really does, doesn't it? Yeah. yeah. That, that would be an amazing <laughs> concept for like an 80s hair metal, like Twisted Sister video. It could be someone in like oh a God. heavy metal anonymous um, kind of group. It would be the other way around, though. It would be Dee Snyder would be leading the group, <laughs> and it would be someone who, a member of the band, who made it look like an old dad. So, and like, at some point, they would definitely slippers like, and well, papers. Like, I don't know, man. I guess I just want to rock. Yeah, to, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> They're addicted to a normal lifestyle, and Dee's got a great point for getting back into metal. Oh. It's a shame they've broken up now, because we could, and that we don't have a time machine. Because yeah. we could have gone back and sold that idea. Well, yeah. still time. Uh, Twitter's there. So, so I'm, uh, my name's Lewis Blake. I have played guitar in wait, wait. bands. How old oh. are you? Oh, I am 26. Oh, Young or old? Both. Both. <laughs> feeling, <laughs> feeling more every day, baby. Um, yeah, so I, I play guitar in a heavy metal act called Heaven Asunder. Been doing that for a few years. Um, so, so we do have some level of authenticity. Yeah. Too legit to quit. That's yeah, we play with some good names. Yeah. It's been a real real fucking blast. Yeah, and to be fair, like in terms of like music journalism, I often post a photo of an album cover that I like on Instagram mm. and say, listen to this. So, it's true. Yeah, I we t- we totally have legit creds, which is why you're listening to us talk about heavy metal. 
Uh, I filmed um, gigs before, uh, but holding my phone up vertically. Yeah, yeah. Uh, now I'm, yeah. Now I'm making sure to have my hand over part of the um, yeah. microphone, so you can't really hear what's going on. But not all the way, just sometimes. No, enough so that it blows out the sound every now and yeah, then. That's um, yeah, that's you know, That's how Spike Jones does it. So yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, but basically, we kind of thought it would be fun to record something like a metal <laughs> podcast, which was just fun. Hopefully, um, yeah. We felt that. There wasn't really a lot out there talking about metal. If there was, we were too dumb to, to find it. And there's, we, there, no, there's some good. There's some good metal. There's podcasts. some good podcasts. Metal yeah. sucks to a fun one. Yeah. There's there's a lot about like um, metal injection as well. Yeah. Like yeah, metal hammer do one. But we want. But we're still the first. Yeah, we're still the first. Yeah, yeah they got this idea, and then they took the time machine we invented to go back and make the Twisted Sister video. Let busy, the busy year first. for us. Yeah. Disgusting. Busy 2018. Um, but yeah, we just wanted something like was nice and fun, nice and casual. You can have a beer, listen to us chat about metal. We kind of wanted to make something which hopefully people who don't like rock and don't like metal can get in on, have a listen and enjoy. Because ultimately, as much as we love our rock and metal, it is the weirdest, dumbest, most ridiculous genre of music out 100%. there. One hundred percent. Which is why we're not going to be elitist. I think. Yeah, exactly. Because that really bugs me. Yeah. With such an absurd genre of yep. music as much as I love it it's weird to me to be elitist about it when so much of it is ridiculous yeah it's in the of, best possible way it's one of those those amazing balances where you get this superb like you know like technicians of it that can yeah. play incredible things construct these absolutely amazing compositions and then like hey let's put everything on fire or something that, <laughs> yeah, yeah precisely guys, what if we wear capes yeah, this one? yeah exactly yeah. And it's one of those things that like a lot of a lot of people and a lot of podcasts just take way too seriously yeah yeah absolutely way too seriously I mean, just to sum up how ridiculous metal is i went to bloodstock festival in 2017 uh, had an amazing time brag yeah <laughs> humble brag <laughs> end of story uh, <laughs> let's just say i paid the money for my ticket and attended the event oh, um, really? <laughs> but um yeah that's what we're asking for freebies one percent um, <laughs> but the two two of the headliners one was a monomath the other was ghost and the actual kind of similarity in terms of how ridiculous their stage show was was so similar. There was a through line, but Amon and Marth were 100% serious Vikings <laughs> yeah. uh, who had men in armor fighting on stage during their session <laughs> and a giant, like, inflatable dragon that came out towards the end. Oh, Whereas Ghost that. were completely tongue in cheek and had a choir of children singing, like, Hail Satan. And then the front man said, everyone in the audience deserves an orgasm. <laughs> <laughs> and they're, they're two headliners. Very Did he yeah. give them out? <laughs> yeah. uh, he actually said, give yourself an orgasm. Uh, he actually, no, specifically, he said, Great. if you do with someone else, make sure it's consensual. He oh, co- nice. Yeah, he covered his back. Yeah. yeah. Good he's, man. He's already got a lot of like legal trouble with yeah, the, rest of the band quite anyway. Quite a little so. bit, yeah. Yeah. Um, but we just wanted to highlight, yeah, how... Si- oh, and just to, again, Megadeth with the third headliner. So... Metal is fucking <laughs> ridiculous. Um, but we just kind of wanted to do something which captured that fact. Also, how much we enjoy yeah. that bit of it. Because it's not like... We do not want anyone to think we're here to like ridicule it. Because we, lo- we no, not absolutely, absolutely love, it. love yeah. this music. And we love how dumb it can be. Yeah. Yeah. Sometimes more than <laughs> the absolutely. artists themselves. Yeah, like, exactly. <laughs> so some of the things we were looking to suggest, like this is maybe... It's part passion project, part... Just a kind of cheeky, just a cheek, just a cheeky chappy laugh. A cheeky tipple of a podcast. Yeah, at, <laughs> at the genre. Um, 
and some of the things we want to be talking about in the future is we're all very passionate diehard Iron Maiden fans. Mm-hmm. So we're going to do a series on that, kind of covering a lot of their albums. But we also want to go on the other side to what we'd like to think of as the shit list. So every metal band that thought they got away with releasing a real stinker of a record thought maybe it was buried in their back catalogue Yeah, somewhere. we got your number. We've got your number. And yeah. yeah, we'll be bringing it back into the foreground. Like, People will be finding out about Kiss's concept album that's like a Lord of the Rings fantasy type thing, <laughs> oh. which a lot of people don't, but still don't believe it exists. Tales from the Elder, Volume One. Yeah, it's it's volume like, one. Yeah, they had real ambitious plans. Yeah. Part, I think it is called Part One. I think yeah. it really like Leonard Part Six. They were trying to oh, just boy. franchise out. First Bill Cosby reference of the podcast. Oh, I forgot. Fantastic. About Bill Cosby. Amazing. <laughs> we're also going to talk about how much. <laughs> yeah. um, Finish that joke. Yeah. How much we uh, despise Bill Cosby and uh, his... Yeah. Why are you making me talk about this? (laughs) (laughs) It's getting cut. (laughs) Yeah, sure. Getting cut. This is a visual gag. You can't see me winking. (laughs) Why is this podcast 20 seconds long? We also want to cover some things like heavy metal in film, right? It doesn't appear in films very often, but I feel those appearances are notable and worth mentioning. For example, the film Rockstar starring Mark Wahlberg is fucking terrible and yet brilliant at the same time. You've got a favourite as well. I've got loads of favourites. Go on then. But I think uh, but the one which we'll have a guest on for, because my housemate's dying to talk about it, is uh, you tell Rock me. of Ages. Oh, great. Uh, he even said he wanted to maybe do a thing where he watches it on loop for <laughs> 24 hours and then comes in fresh to talk oh, about it. Oh, fuck yeah. So, well, that's uh, a great idea. He's got a lot of things to say about that film. He loved it. Oh my god! Okay, and that episode's gonna be called Rock for Ages. <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh, amazing! Yeah. It's the price itself. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> now I was gonna say, uh, Jim's definitely got a real passion about film Rockstar. I do. I talk about it so often. Well, so this this is our this is our pilot episode. Yeah. We've been talking about doing for a long time. Uh, we've actually been recording a spin-off series <laughs> to this for yeah, the last yeah. four months. Um, Seamless. <laughs> just like every good TV series, every good movie, what you do is you start with a spin-off yeah. and then you go back yeah. to the actual origin. Fill in the gaps. Yeah, precisely. But Jim, Jim has definitely mentioned Rockstar in that first ever one. Yep. I think I've tried... To, uh, if I could, <laughs> I would fit in a Mark Wahlberg's Rockstar <laughs> reference in every single episode. you like Jerry Seinfeld or Superman. Yeah, every episode precisely. There's a reference somewhere. Like, he literally goes from thing? being yeah yeah, but it's not like it's subtle stuff like sometimes he's just like got a Superman model in his flat yeah is, is that why he, when he every time that you see him run on screen he sticks his arm out in front of him yeah, yeah. and yeah. why he's got the red cape on yeah I, I well. wonder because yeah, yeah. it doesn't always go with the suit and there's that one where he lifts the car up <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah that definitely explains that episode of Seinfeld where you know when he's late for that meeting yeah, and he has to fly around the world backwards. Yeah, yeah, yeah uh, absolutely. Reverse time, incredible. Classic but episodes. he couldn't do it to stop Kramer and his outburst. He? <laughs> <laughs> he tried. <laughs> um, but yeah, as I said before, I was really interrupted. He then invents grunge music by the end of the movie. Uh, back to Rockstar, now, not Jerry Seinfeld. <laughs> no, end of B movie. He invents grunge music. Oh, he whispers it into the ear. Oh man. But yeah, that, that's kind of the idea basically. Um, I guess for anyone who doesn't know us, um, we should probably kind of talk about our taste as well because we, I think we've got a pretty broad taste in rock, metal, stuff like that. I, I hope, or else it's going to be a very narrow podcast. Yeah. yeah. We love Iron Maiden, Mark Wahlberg's Rockstar, and yeah. that's it. Better like those two things. Yeah. 
Um, obviously, it's really hard just to kind of think on the spot, but do any of you guys have, or could you say off the top of your head, like, favourite band, favourite album? Yeah, 100%. Uh, for me, is Event Sevenfold, City of Evil. That's the one, is it? Yeah, that's the one for me. Just because I don't think there are many, many albums that are that diverse and ambitious in that kind of way. It just shouldn't have worked. And for where they came from, mm. and for the kind of scene they're in, it is so out there. The influence is in You can hear everything from the Beatles to Guns N' Roses to yeah. Metallica. It's kind of like a best of all of my favourite all in one bands. yeah um, such, a, such a 180 as well from Waking the Fallen where they were yeah. like a metal a metal core band which definitely stood out mm-hmm. yeah. but then just I would never ever have thought that would be the direction um, they would go I mean in. the difference in their first album to Waking the oh, Fallen yeah. is <laughs> absolutely <laughs> phenomenal as it is yeah. and then they go in a whole other direction with City of Evil insane like, so that's me, for me that's definitely it and like um, being a guitarist as well I tend to be driven by a lot of, of not surprisingly, guitar-based things. So, which is why my, I guess the kind of biggest stuff I listen to is eighties, nineties cock rock and hair yeah. metal for sure. I could not get enough of that shit. If there's big hair and spandex, chances are, and a guy I just love wanking it. off on a guitar, absolutely, it's, it's so and a yeah. guy just wanking off, <laughs> just wanking off. Yeah, Vince Neil just rubbing one out. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> You're not far off it with uh, Blackie Lawless and his uh, oh, award yeah. pieces and uh, um, angle grinders. I think we've got to talk about Wasp at some point. We'll do a cold oh, piece I, I mean, I have such a soft spot for that band that they don't deserve. <laughs> <laughs> well, um, once, gee, I think I know what you're going to say. Well, I would say, I was having to think about this. I think my, my all-time favourite band is Metallica. Mm-hmm. Um, they were absolutely my gateway into heavy metal and if you haven't heard them you should probably check them out yeah they're little known <laughs> combo been going for about 35 years get on now. there now a little four before, piece. Yeah, little four piece. Bay Area yeah. before they really rise I would yeah. say get on there now and you can be in on the ground yeah floor. exactly yeah. get shares I would say they're dope AF if I had to describe them fuck. Um, yeah the band that got me into metal like I, st- I, can, I listened to Master of Puppets today and it still blows me away those first five albums like even the Black Album. And some people, no, I love it. Some, I, Black yeah, Album's amazing. Some, some people, are like, I would say again, Elitist, maybe in metal. That's it, not metal. Because, yeah, because it's, it is such a huge pivot. He's <laughs> singing too well. The quali- yeah, the quality <laughs> of the songwriting and production is outstanding. But I, honestly, my favourite album usually kind of, it's probably Reload. Probably Reload. <laughs> no, um, yeah. it, but that's the thing about the, the thing that about Metallica, which sums up maybe why we're doing this podcast. It's the most awesome, kick-ass, epic metal versus some of the dumbest, ridiculous, why the fuck did you do that kind of stuff as well. Yeah. They're like, both ends of the spectrum. Um, in terms of, like, my favourite album ever, though, like, thinking about it, it's probably maybe not a Metallica album anymore. Ooh. It, I would have said pretty confidently it was probably the Master of Puppets from Justice for All. It mm. flip-flop between the two. Um, but thinking about it now, I think Mastodon's Leviathan... Cool. It's probably the best metal album ever made. Um, it continues to surprise me every time I listen to it. I always seem to find something new. Um, I always forget what a pace it moves as well. I think if you cut out Hearts Alive, which is about 10 minutes long, maybe a little bit longer, that album would probably be about half an hour pushing it yeah. because they just absolutely kick it up a gear. Every, not a single second is wasted on it. Yeah, they, yeah, um, they um, throw away yeah. riffs on that album like nobody's business. They'll just chuck 
an amazing sounding riff at the end of a song and yeah. that's the end of it like and then C- yeah. Yeah, Sea Beast yeah. it's got one of the best riffs it's just the outro to yeah. the song you could build a whole song around that I, I absolutely love shit like that as well because there's nothing better like we, we try and do it when we write mm. when you just get that super super sick riff we're still trying to find it um, <laughs> and you just put a small amount of it into a song yeah because mm. you want people to miss it when it stops absolutely and they, yeah. they fucking kill that they really yeah. do yeah. they're just an embarrassment of riches, yeah that's they? exactly how I describe the album um yeah, uh, the artwork is perfect. Um, it's just, as a band as well, I just, I, there's no sort of negatives with them. I feel like, again, they're a band that sound has definitely moved more towards the melodic in recent years. But to me, they rarely put a, they, they barely put a, make a, a you know, an error or they mm-hmm. put a wrong step or anything, whatever the phrase is. Um, <laughs> and a, and a, band, a band, like any heavy band going towards more melodic, me, like melody doesn't, mean bad no and i think again if you if you look to a lot of elitist opinions or pretty much any message board yeah ever you will get a lot of that kind of opinions oh they sold out man they wanted to make money yeah no shit of course they do they have to pay the fucking bills and also it like it does get pretty boring doing the same thing Mm. i read a good blog post by uh dallas coil um no doc coil who was the doc coil yeah who's the guitarist for uh, god forbid and oh, yeah, yeah. he talked about their change as a band. He's very open and very transparent with his career, and it re- makes some really interesting reading. Um, but he said, talked about when they went from making like their most technical, complicated album, then the one after that, they just made something a lot more melodic and just very kind of riffy. And he, his, he basically said, like, yeah, it was fun to play on stage. Like we would play these really technical songs, but we'd also be stood there not really doing it. Yeah, 100%. Just to make sure we could get all the music right. And actually, when you just have a good riff and you can rock out, mm-hmm. it's way more fun and your performances are better because you, there's a bit more energy. And I was like, that was a really interesting take on it. I don't think, you know, because a lot of people say you made this more melodic album to get a broader appeal. It's like, well, actually, no, we did it because it's just fun to fucking play. There's nothing better than just going down to like a Bon Jovi type section <laughs> and just like, just dumbing it down and just yeah. having a good time as a band on some simple riffs. Absolutely. Yep. Going down a dry county and just letting rip. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Absolutely letting rip. Uh, Dan? Um, Metallica, probably my favourite band. Like, they're the one I got into as well. Um, pretty much everything Jim said, really. Like, yeah, they're a gateway band. Uh, for me... I love classic rock, um, Sabbath and Deep Purple. Mm-hmm. The first two bands I listened to got me into all of this. Like, uh, my dad had a CD that came with our CD player for some reason. It was um, loads of pop CDs, and then it was um, We Sold Our Souls for Rock and Roll, which is the best. Oh, of cool! Sabbath, it's a really good compilation. Um, and then I remember my dad getting his vinyls out of the attic, and one of them was Machine Head by Deep Purple, which mm. has got Smoke and Water on it. Uh, but it's also got Highway Star. It's such a great which, album. Yeah, the whole album's amazing. amazing. But those two tracks, obviously everyone knows uh, uh, Smoke and Water, but mm. Highway Star, awesome. which just sounds amazing, like the guitar solo, just it's awesome. Um, and then, yeah, just a lot of classic rock I love. Um, in terms of an album, I think my favourite album, the first one I came to was, funnily enough, probably Leviathan's definitely, definitely up there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, but also um, Blast Tyrant by Clutch. Oh, um, so good. Which you is know just, what? I genuinely, I don't really know Clutch. That's the one to listen to. I think yeah. it's your gateway into... Cool. They're also, though, especially... They're a very incredibly consistently excellent band. Okay. But I would say from Blast Tyrant onwards, pretty much, they've just been writing 
like cool. perfect album after perfect album yeah. for the most part. They've had a few little all a bit different. They got yeah. they got quite bluesy on stuff like Beale Street to Oblivion. Mm-hmm. Cool. But on the last two, they've really pulled it back and they've got more of that like punk. It's weird because yeah. like, I wouldn't think of them as a punk band, but no. it's got an energy. Like to the it, last one's so it? stripped down and so yeah. just like bam bam bam. I think it's under half an hour possibly. I I would uh, also recommend Robot Hive Exodus yes, as well. That's, that's a good one. A good one. Um, but Blast Tower in particular, like the way he sings, the lyrics are all amazing. Yeah. Every song's got the biggest riffs on it, but and they're all so catchy. Because um, I really like, I quite like Stoner Rock as well. Cool. Like early Queens of Stone Age mm-hmm. and like Coyote as well. Um, Anything with a big riff. Even like uh, Spiritual Beggars. Um, what's his name? Spin-off band. Mike Lammett. Yeah, Mike Lammett's a... Um, local, local, from... local Derbyshire lad, Mike Lammett. <laughs> Mike Lammett's a spin-off band. Yeah. Um, yeah, he, does like yeah. A, he has like a stoner rock. Um, really? That's so, so, spiritual so different to everything else he does. And he's literally yeah, like... Cool. Yeah, there's like bongo solos on it and some tracks. Yeah, it's like a sort of 70s kind of... Cool. It's like a sort of a psychedelic stoner rock sort of uh, cool. big riff album. Um, but yeah, I mean, I don't listen to too much newer stuff. I do every now and then, like one of you will recommend something like... I just started listening to. Um, we just talked about them. Jane Doe. Um, Five Finger Death Punch. Yeah. Uh, no, no, no. Although, mate, their cover of Bad Company. So good. They changed six gun to shotgun. And he, just, he sounds so much more manly for saying it. Um, Converge. Converge, yeah. yeah. I just got into them. Oh, know, cool. Absolutely cool. terrific. Um, Great band. Got into them on Christmas Day, I think, which is. I don't know what kind of Christmas Day I was having. <laughs> <laughs> I'm having too much fun. I need to listen But yeah, I'm quite open to listen to all sorts, but I just, classic rock and like, mm-hmm. yeah, and like, I don't know. Anything with a good riff. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. The riff is king for the most part. Like a lot of acoustic singer-songwriters, like I love Neil Young, uh, Bob Seger. The Boss. Uh, the, uh, Bruce, sorry, yeah, Bruce Springsteen, probably, other Metallica, might be my <laughs> yeah. favourite artist. Of all times. Thank right. you for reminding me of my favorite. <laughs> yeah, that's that's well, fine. Yeah, it's, it's like, I mean. I completely forgot. <laughs> there's no, even though he's not, you know, he's not a rock per se. Well, he's rock, yeah. He's got yeah. a classic hard rock. He's not a rock per se. Yeah, but like, <laughs> he's not a rock per se. Um, he's not a metal artist. Like, the influence he's had just, he transcends, like, any genre. He's, uh, he's something else. And um, just, uh, yeah, just like the different albums. He, yeah. he went I just I really like the different <laughs> albums it's different styles of albums like but like I don't think there's many artists that could pivot so quickly from Nebraska yeah uh, into Born in the USA Nebraska like, was a game changer they could me. not be like, yeah Nebraska, Nebraska is, is a game changer for every every single bearded cardigan acoustic man <laughs> in like ever it, yeah. ch- it changed the game. It's amazing. So would you play it it's to perfect. Dallas Green and be like, what are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, if you're listening, Dallas. We mean it. Band. We really do mean it. But we do mean it. <laughs> sort your life out. Get, um, get that new Alexis album. Um, but yeah, the idea of someone going from Nebraska to uh, Born of USA is crazy. It's so yeah. literally opposite ends of the spectrum. That's so, so different. <laughs> yeah. it's Because Born of USA, again, classic album, but it's... It's like that generation's big rock album, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. yeah. Oh, and if you it like Bruce really well produced anthemic songs, yeah, it's. Uh, I recommend going on to Spotify and because Born in the USA was written for Nebraska, uh, and he recorded it for Nebraska, uh, but it's really different and stripped down in the Ooh. Nebraska stuff. And it's is it as miserable as Nebraska? Uh, yeah, it's it's cool. much more. I mean, because you know yeah. the whole message of Born in the USA is not a patriotic song, really. Not it's at all. Of a, Wrong. Yeah, Ted Nugent says otherwise. <laughs> Yeah, he says a lot of things, but that comes across so much more in this one. It's a different rhythm to it and everything. It's 
really interesting, well, well worth listening to. Another thing we kind of want to do as well is kind of just, we should manage expectations. This won't be like a weekly rock and metal news show because we're just not interested in doing that. And there's but a lot of, there's a lot of, there's, you, a, there's a lot of that online. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Frank's guitarist. You guys heard of the internet? Yeah, go, go look online, we, we're not going to do that. But if something notable comes cool. up on, Is that the international say, network? Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Okay. Then yeah. Yes. Sorry. Yeah. I'm with you. Um, if uh, if something notable comes up on say blabbermouth.net, then we'll definitely discuss it. Uh, and I think a good way to start this would be to look back at a couple of my favourite headlines from 2017 that made blabbermouth. Oh, yes. It's a new year. Yeah. New podcast. So for, again, those who don't know, blabbermouth.net, it calls itself the CNN of rock and metal in that it just pumps out news constantly. 24-7. Yeah, 24-7, regardless of whether or not there's anything interesting to say. I just feel so, like it's more like the Fox News. Well, no, because uh, Anderson <laughs> Cooper does a regular article on Blabbermouth yeah, about right. his favourite metal album. Um, <laughs> you, de- you definitely... The comment section is definitely like Fox News. Um, <laughs> yeah. I've never seen a good comment section on... Both movies, Death has a good comment section. Yeah. That might be the only one I can think of that has a decent comment section. AV, AV Club's okay as the well. The new layouts wiped it. Damn. Too bad. Mm. Um, so, blabbermouth.net. It's a news website which reports rock and metal news constantly. doesn't matter what's going on. If Sebastian Bach from Skid Row is going to a golf tournament, you'll be the first oh, to fucking hear about uh, it. Which is, which is how I found out about all of his golfing... Exploits? Yeah, yeah that's good yeah, exactly. Exploits. I mean, the minutiae yeah. of Blabmarfo is that if Sebastian Bach's session guitarist went to a golf <laughs> tournament, it would have a ex-Bach guitarist. <laughs> yeah, it's golf ball. Precisely. Um, it's good for Rockstar Beef, that's for sure. They were, as soon as the... Because, like, again, one of my favourite things from last year in rock and metal was kind of the weird beef that Chad Kroger and Corey Taylor had oh, that was amazing. for, like, five minutes. And it felt that like Chad Kroger was really trying to get it off the ground and was trying to yeah. start an argument. And he was being very serious. Yeah, with Corey Taylor, and Corey Taylor obviously didn't give a flying fuck. No. Like he's doing just fine. Chad Kroger, <laughs> like when you, when you're divorced from Avril Lavigne, like and you're in the same club as Derek Wibley. <laughs> oh, they divorced now, are they? I don't realize. I think they are. They're separated. Yeah. And especially, especially you shouldn't be taking shots at anyone. No, and especially after you just bought a new face for her. <laughs> Uh, wait. So, do you elaborate, please. Oh, his face. Oh, you actually Avril Lavigne. No, okay. no, cause she, no, because she died years ago. Of course. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, in that car wreck with Paul McCartney. Yes. <laughs> yeah. 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 Weird timing. Okay. Well, you think Chad Kroger's face? Why do I think he's had plastic surgery? Cool. Oh right. Okay. Oh. Hold on a second. Well, yeah. this is our this is our first and last podcast. <laughs> Um, no, this is what I want this to be, actually. I want well, we'll to be super libel. I, I want us to pigeonhole in ourselves and move more into, like, the TMZ of oh, rock and metal. So, I mean, I think if you're wondering what kind of show this is, it's kind of Loose Women. Yeah. <laughs> but about metal. It's Googled, Bruce Women. I, I Googled it. He had a fucking nose job. <laughs> Chad Kroger, 100%, had a nose job. Look, at his whole face is different. See, I think the big thing is the fact that, and it makes a big he, difference, like, he's he got... He looks like a police sketch of Chad Kroger. <laughs> he looks like a Thunderbird puppet. Because yeah. he got rid of the moustache. He's got rid of the moustache, which I think makes a bit of a difference in people's faces. If you're just going to have a little chin beard, that will make your face look odd. He cut his hair as well, revealing his stupid fucking ears. 
But that He's no... stupid. Those stupid fucking. But he wasn't years. that unusual looking, really. Uh, beforehand he was actually he actually won uh, one year i think it was like 2006 or somewhere around then and this is a fact he won uh, world's ugliest man he did that's a bit yeah. harsh <laughs> i mean he I just looks a bit like a lion in his <laughs> and they're fit yeah he's he's definitely had a nose job 100 he looks like um a cgi rendering yeah he looks like a slightly melted ken doll i'm not sure if any of this can go out can i, <laughs> I don't care well no we want twitter beef with chad um oh Hashtag, yeah, put this sorry. up in hashtag. Is this what's going on chat. here? Isn't that the front man? Sorry, we're, we're, this makes great material for a podcast. We're just going to look at photos of rock stars <laughs> who have had... Uh, I say rock star, I use that term very loosely because this is the front man for Sugar Ray. Just uh, Google oh, 50 famous know. men who have done plastic surgery. Yeah, he's on Who have done. Who have done. Who have done. Who have performed self-plastic surgery. Plastic. Cut, right. cut. So, <laughs> if I had to go through... I picked out a few of my favourite blabmouth headlines from this year. Perfect. If I had to describe what dominated pretty much all the news on blabbermouth.net this year... Sexual harassment? No, not as much as you'd think. Oh. I think that's going to be 2018's big one. Oh, that was, such a, that was so 2017. No way. So yeah, decapitated, mice and men. So 20, 2017's big, big blabbermouth story driver was basically anything to do with anyone reacting to anything Donald Trump said. Oh, yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. Every single person in the rock and metal community had something to say about Donald Trump. And the best thing about it is, obviously, people are asking them, like, and it's, it's getting published. The news articles are being shared. And then the comment section explodes with real angry people whose photos are just that of the American flag. Yeah, or an eagle. Yeah, saying, stop fucking talking about politics, you idiot. No one cares about your opinion. It, and yeah. That, yeah. Sorry, did someone ask for Singer of Scorpions what he thought? That's right, yeah. So, <laughs> if, if we... If we, if, we <laughs> cool. if we just type in Donald Trump on Blabbermouth, some of the... Some weird stuff gets I hope mentioned. we got the Michael Schenker group in there as well. I've, I've typed in Donald Trump search on Blabmouth, and like one of the f- most recent articles is uh, Def Leppard's tour with Journey to be announced this week. I don't know how that relates. Read more. I need to know why. Uh, they're they're going rallying with Trump. Uh, Axel Rose says Donald Trump's White House is the gold standard of what can be considered disgraceful. Very oh, articulate. good. I was so worried then that Axel was going to be well, no, a real piece of shit. You think some of the stuff he gets up to, he's gone up to in his past. Yeah. Axel? Yeah. yeah. Well, he was um, never president, so I think that's, that's true, yeah. yeah. Um, God I help think he us. was. Yeah. Wow. Well, Jesus. Uh, I can imagine his inauguration as they're playing the national anthem, you grab a microphone and go, Give me some fucking reggae! <laughs> <laughs> We're going to have so much reggae, you're going to be saying, how do we keep having reggae? <laughs> <laughs> Tremendous reggae. Can you just read out the Scorpions one? Um, Scorpion singer slams Donald Trump's border wall plan. It's like the clock ticking backwards. Cheers. He's not wrong. Yeah, he's not wrong, no. but it's really interesting that Klaus Mayne... <laughs> The German singer of Scorpions is like weighed in on this. Like he's right. He's right to the pin. Scott Ian, outspoken. I expect him to say something. Tommy Lee, who I don't <laughs> think can even legally vote. He's an ex-felon. Also, pop, I would say pop call him a kettle black for what he refers to Donald Trump as. Yeah. Uh, oh, please, please. Although maybe it takes one to know one. Yeah. To- Tommy Lee calls Donald Trump a fucking idiot. Says president supporters <laughs> are dickheads. 
I love that man. Yeah. Uh, also, oh yeah, it's not a criticism. That's amazing. Yeah. Also, apparently, chapters. Tommy Lee is also <laughs> apparently working on a new solo project. So. Do you want to wear a hat now? There we go. Again, uh, you have to Google Donald Trump in. If you just put Donald Trump in the blab mouth, you'll see all these articles with uh, it. <laughs> former rainbow and deep purple singer Joe Lynn Turner stands by statement that Putin is telling the truth, says Trump is really trying to do a good job. Why did he weigh oh, in on that? Oh, oh. Yeah. Also, he'd have to defend himself going, no, I stand by what I said. So he obviously made this statement before in an interview. Yeah. Then exactly. got pulled up on it again. <laughs> Who gives a fuck what he thinks? Um, Ex-Queen's rights <laughs> Jeff Tate, Dodge will probably go down as the worst president in US history. Hedging his bets, uh, probably. Testament <laughs> frontman, Gene Simmons weighs in. So let's have a look through the comment section on here. Oh, um, no, here, let's not. Yeah, oh, I know. Top comment, please. Uh, so top comment. What a fucking idiot. We are a country of laws and borders. Thank God Donald Trump is doing a great job enforcing them. Build the wall. <laughs> These are also real names on them. Yeah. They use Facebook for their run. Oh, which, on that, on that note, actually... At the same time, though, contradictory, someone said, and I quote, in block capitals, fuck yeah, D, 100% true. You can't stop rock and roll. For Mr. Yeah. Thomas Lee, California. <laughs> there are nine exclamation marks across our comments. Yeah. On, on that point about commenting things on, on with like your real name and stuff. Yeah. Have you guys seen that app, Wish? No. Oh, do you, you know that sounds you, really familiar. Okay, so you know when you're scrolling through. Uh, Is Wish Facebook? the thing where you can order weird stuff? Yeah. So. Okay. You, yes. You I scroll do on Facebook this. and it'll be like, oh, you like Star Wars? Yep. Have you seen this Star Wars figure? Or this USB socket, or this butt plug, and just gets <laughs> it immediately gets the sex toys every single time. Really? No matter what you're looking at, I was looking to buy a pair of sunglasses. All chodes lead to Rome. It, yes. it, it went straight from that to flashlights in like a second. Fantastic. But when people comment, flashlight savers. People, <laughs> genius. That's, that's very good. You're welcome. Um, when people comment and leave reviews. Yeah. For some reason, people have set up accounts on this thing with their full name and photographs. Oh my god! And there's just all these dudes <laughs> talking about how much fun it was jerking off into these things. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> it's it's great. Sometimes I just go on there for the reviews. Spin-off podcast, guys. <laughs> <laughs> I keep getting one, and I don't know what I've googled because I don't really Google that I'm overweight, so I don't know how it comes <laughs> up with this. But it's like a man's vest, which looks a bit like body armor, but it's designed to. I guess pull it all in so that you look really buff. It's hilarious looking at pictures. <laughs> but then presumably at some point you'd have to take that off. Yeah, it'd no. be a real anticlimax. Have, have you not seen that episode of Rest of Development where, uh, what, George, Mike, where, off, where or... George Michael? Oh, the muscle suit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, that's so funny. Oh, what was the other thing I saw? There was something else on Wish, which, the thing is, the advert when you click on it doesn't take you to that item. No, no, Which no, no. really annoys it's, me because one of them was so mental. I was like, I need to know. But it's it's always insane things yeah. as well. And usually, like the sex toys will have like teeth and hair or something. Like they're they're all very weird. Okay. So you get a lot of. Kind I'm probably of... not going to go on the internet anymore. Yeah. You know, like <laughs> yeah. it, uh, it, I had a good run. Oh, I mean, one one thing worth mentioning. Although we're not metal elitists, we will kink shame. <laughs> No, 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 oh, no dude. mate. If you want to fuck teeth and hair, you do it. Fuck away, fuck away, buddy. But it's it's amazing. Just how not quick, my teeth or hair. <laughs> it's amazing how quick it will get there from like a beard trimmer or yeah. a lawnmower or something else that cuts stuff. It's almost like, <laughs> that almost sounds like it's a um, sort of a condensed version of the internet as a whole. Like eventually, oh God, maybe this. Because like most of the internet, if you click on enough links, stuff you'll end up uh, on something weird, <laughs> or dodgy. Um, 
Whereas that just seems to cut out the middle, man. Yeah. And go, yeah. here's something normal, now let's get to the weird stuff. Yeah, like, which <laughs> yeah. Is, this yeah. is what you want. Like, you came on the internet to look at weird stuff. You get to look at normal stuff for like an hour because you don't just want to go to the weird stuff because that then defines who you are. Yeah. <laughs> so we'll make it a bit of a journey. They're like, let's just cut out the journey. Right? Pretend you're normal and then yeah. Yeah. get to what you really want to be. Again, another one of my favourite things that happened in 2017 in rock and metal was that Gene Simmons made an attempt to put in a trademark application for the Uh, devil horns hand gesture. But he must have been doing that for like charitable reasons, like all proceeds are going to a charity. Classic classic Gene and his charitable... Because he wouldn't do that unless it was uh, (laughs) altruistic. So... So I didn't realize that, that that was 2017. That was last year. It wasn't even that well, late. This picture last of him—you well. keep scrolling past. <laughs> he looks like uh, like a corrupt cop from like one of those 70s Italian cop films, <laughs> where they're all fascists. He looks <laughs> like he's just lent, like he's just lent into a badly dubbed criminal, saying this is my town. Him <laughs> and my girlfriend watched uh, Gene Simmons Rock School. No. The other day, oh, I, have, little, sorry. I loved the first series of that. Yeah, I, it was the it, it was the second one. We couldn't find the first. I can't remember the second. The second one was Little Chris. Yeah, yeah. I like that one as yeah. well. Poor dude. You watch it back now. He is the weirdest dude. He's yeah. oh my god. Well, yeah, we'll definitely do a rundown of it because <laughs> he like most of it. He's making up like sayings. Okay. It's it's amazing. Like, well, you know what they always say: you can't pickle a fridge. <laughs> and, just, and just move on like he's not wrong shit like that <laughs> imagine like, the size of the jar I, I don't get it Gene that's why I'm worth millions and you're still in school yeah. <laughs> I remember the first series he was he's helping like, out he says that he tells children that are in school that they're still in school because he's richer than them <laughs> <laughs> yeah I remember the first series he helped out that he took a real shine to that really like, posh the, kid the emperor was he called the emperor yeah yeah so Gene Simmons tried to <laughs> this is a great this. pilot yeah <laughs> He tried to copyright Rambling the on, horns hand gesture, but he quit it because he just didn't think it was worth it. But like his logic is, if he's got it copywritten, uh, <laughs> who pays the royalties? On that? exa- That's exactly. Uh, may, uh, although maybe it went to like it, he maybe had like twenty lawyers that said, "Gene, this cannot be done." Yeah. And at that point, he's like, "All right, maybe this isn't worth." Uh, it. I've heard the word pillock said but so many times. The, re- the reason why. Um, <laughs> The reason why he decided not to do it in the end was because he said it just wasn't important enough for me to, to do that. Because everybody's doing my hand gesture anyway, whether it's the Dalai <laughs> Lama doing a hand or gesture. the Pope, I win. Asked why he eventually decided to withdraw his application to trademark the gesture, Simmons told Talk is Jericho, uh, the uneducated, the uninformed and the otherwise passionate got so hot under the collar that I just didn't think it was worth it. He continued, people from the peanut gallery, and I love them, but the idea that everybody's opinion is worth the same as everybody else is, I don't want to say bullshit. Oh, careful, Gene. Oh, <laughs> oh, <laughs> careful, Gene. <laughs> if everyone's saying maybe everyone's opinions aren't equal. Gene. Ooh, Gene. Gene. Oh, but it Gene. is uninformed. Get off those eggshells. Uh, you know, your car breaks down and some guy walks up and says, here's what's wrong with it. That's one opinion. The other guy that walks over is a mechanic who works on cars That's all the time. Opinions. <laughs> That's Both knowledge. Like, both those, yeah, if your car's broken down and someone says it's fucked, yeah, you don't need a mechanic. <laughs> I can't drive. If I see a car break down, I'll be like, it looks pretty fucked to me. And also, if you do, it, well, right, hang on. And also, you, he's not an expert in hand gestures. That's <laughs> oh, one he's an expert. If you go and look at someone's car, I'm implying he's a wanker. Right. Oh, he just nice, <laughs> clever. 
if you, or you just shadow pump tree. Go on. If you look, yeah, pump tree. Oh, if you, oh, if you look at, you won't get back because you've been cut out. <laughs> if you go and look at someone's car, right, broken down on the side of the road, okay, and you look in it, and you're like, oh mate, that's your head gasket. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Right, and you don't know. That's not your opinion. You're just full of shit. Yeah. There's a big difference between opinion. And knowing stuff. Maybe well, Gene saying his opinion's worth less than others. Uh, well, Gene, yeah, maybe. Yeah, Gene <laughs> argues that uh, both of his opinions are not equal. One is more important because it's based on a resume and qualification, and the other one is based on popcorn farts. <laughs> See, I told you, he makes up things. <laughs> That's not an opinion, though. Yeah. If a doctor gives me an X-ray on my arm and shows me that it's broken and says you've broken your arm, in that's your what opinions. Hurts. I go, well, that's your opinion. I wouldn't. <laughs> no, you, you'd go, I want a second opinion, and you'd seek out another doctor, right? Well, maybe that's where second opinion comes from. But obviously, it's fair <laughs> cuts a broken arm, is what I mean. Mm. Also, the weird thing is, is when, he, talk, when he talks about um, how, why he, he thinks he, can, he has a right to claim copyright over the gesture, he openly admits he that he his mouth stole... The... <laughs> he openly admits that he stole the hand gesture from Steve Ditko who drew Spider-Man and Doctor Strange. So he just what? said, so he was like, yeah. I nicked it from this guy, Spider-Man does that. therefore I'm going to, I thought I can copyright. He said it was a homage, homage no, to I No, I'm not Spider-Man. Now I'm just giving me Spider-Man. Well, just. You, you look very confused by it. <laughs> but uh, I know what you're saying, though. Whip. Yeah, how does, that, how does that become a tribute to Spider-Man? That isn't why <laughs> people did that. <laughs> yeah. Also, I heard as well that... Who here um, likes Spider-Man? Because <laughs> I, I always thought as well that it was because um, apparently the hand gesture also means I love you in American Sign Language so there's no way you could have copyrighted oh, it oh does actually yeah but with that's the really ex- oh my god Metal Gigs must be so nice I know it's, it's, just, with, it's with the thumb extended rather than if you can read sign language you just become the most loved person oh. <laughs> I want to learn sign language um, now but also I've wanted to learn sign language since Speed 2 fun fact I've never seen Speed 2. Can't even, can't even know. We can't get into this now. Alright, carry on. <laughs> we can't get into that <laughs> now. Also, to the best of my knowledge, I thought that it was Ronnie James Dio that invented it was. that symbol. Yeah. Well, um, as far as... Because um, there's that series with, isn't it, the Metal Headbangers Journey dude, where he goes back and, um, like, traces the roots of the devil horns. Yeah, and maybe. And I think that was, a pr- that was probably the deepest dive anyone's bothered doing into that for a lot of reasons we'll put this picture of Gene Simmons up on the notes <laughs> yeah. as well it's um, oh, by the way, my favourite uh, thing about his excuse and his defence of attempting to trademark the horns gesture mm. is basically because you can trademark anything he so apparently apparently he has trademarked the term OJ for orange juice okay and also and not, for or, as well. not for orange full James <laughs> okay <laughs> And also, apparently, the dollar sign. Tell you what's crazy about this. Is he just like one of those guys, like, I bet, do you know what he does? He spent, I mean, he's the kind of guy who probably bought the 21st Century Fox web domain. Oh, 100. Yeah. Oh, yeah. oh, oh my just God. Yeah. Yeah. He, um, what's crazy about this is there is a storyline, I think, in the 70s or possibly 80s Batman mm-hmm. comic, where to show just how truly insane the Joker is, he comes up with a plan to copyright fish. Yeah. So he can make a fortune off of copywriting the concept of fish. That's basically what Gene Simmons is doing now uh, in real life. Anyway, we can't talk about him this long. He doesn't deserve yeah. this much chat. Uh, no, and we'll, I'm sure we're going to go into Gene Simmons in probably more detail. Well, when we do Songs from the Elder Part 1. I think so. Yeah. Thank you very much, Dabs. Um, my 
one of my favourite things from this year. Oh, this creeped me out. I don't like it. Yeah, but I mean, this could be the future of rock music oh, no. and metal and pop music Ooh, and everything. Ooh, are we, are we getting a bit Star Warsy on this one? We could be, Are yeah. we getting a little bit Help uh, Me Obi-Wan he- Kenobi? Help Me Roy James Dio, you're my only hope. <laughs> um, Someone has that tattooed somewhere. Yeah, <laughs> the, the late, great Roy James Dio um, is now touring again, back from the dead. How may you ask? Just like Tupac, they've made a fucking hologram of Ronnie James Dio. Um, so, uh, not playing the UK, that's a damn shame. No, wait, totally did. We missed it. Holy shit. Basically, they've made a, a hologram of Ronnie James Dio. What size venues is this playing at? Uh, it was the Islington Academy in the UK, just for... So academies, is it? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, they're about the same size. Uh, it's a little bit bigger than the Bristol one. Yeah. Islington. So, so a couple of, couple of thousand. couple of thousand. I was yeah. going to because in my head, this was like arenas... And there was like 12,000 people at time paying to see a video of Ronnie James Dio. <laughs> it's not a video, it's a hologram. Oh, it's I a hate hologram. the hologram thing. <laughs> so <coughs> it's real fucking weird. I hope um, he's making his family money or something like that. Oh, yeah, yeah it, must, it must be. That's the only way I can really think about it. Because this makes me think, like, it, obviously this is a bit sort of out there. Because it's, it seems niche. Like, Ronnie James Dio, amazing legend in rock and metal. But in terms of mainstream appeal, compared to like a lot of other rock artists... Doesn't, does not quite of a deceased rock artist, right? Okay, like if someone started touring and doing David Bowie holograms or okay, yeah, yeah Freddie yeah. Mercury holograms, yeah, that don't give Brian May any more ideas. <laughs> <laughs> um, and so, but apparently, this is this is a thing that's happening now, uh, and I wonder, like, yeah, where's it gonna go? Uh, the Hard Times, probably one of my favorite favourite piece of satire ever I love that blog yeah so good um, they had a, an article up recently it was Metallica replaces perfectly healthy Lars Ulrich for hologram yeah. <laughs> perfect also I've just realised I didn't mention Queen once in my intro oh <laughs> Jeez. hang on if you, if you say it just say say Queen there you go <laughs> there you go um, I'll edit that in that's we'll fine yeah. In. yeah it'll be seamless that's crazy um, the <laughs> to be fair, I watched a video of it and like it the actual vocals were really well done. They took some live performances. The way they mixed it did sound great. It didn't just sound like his vocals on record. It was a live performance. Yeah, it would have to be. But the actual... Oh man. What is Tim Ripper Owens doing? He's just doing vocals as well. I guess they actually have to have some living singers there too, just to make it a little less weird. But it's just such a... Str- it's a strange concept and mm. also the most Ronnie James Dio concept as well. I, I feel like... Dio would be well into this. Yeah. Well, we. the thing is, as well, what's really crazy is the sequel to Blade Runner came out in um, 2017. And that features a sequence, very briefly, it's not a main plot bit, but... With uh, Ronnie James Dio. With, with <laughs> a, uh, <laughs> before we met with Harrison Ford. No, but it's like a run-down Vegas, and there's a bit where a Elvis hologram uh, performs on stage. Oh, in fact, there you go. Oh, yeah. And oh. I, feel, I feel like this is almost... Hang on. Getting beyond that. I, I feel like, for the money it costs, surely an Elvis hologram should have been done by now. If you're going to do any... Uh, it's any probably the quality... You do the biggest... At the moment, it's probably quality of the footage, I would imagine. Well, no, so this yeah, is the weird have... thing. No, no, because the Dio one, it's not footage, it's not live footage. It is a CGI Dio. So oh, oh they've won it. So, yeah, someone's done mocap for it. Oh, so that's, um, that's th- motion capture for the, uh, <laughs> for the uh, is it that guy from Holby City who played Peter Cushman <laughs> he's just going around wearing human skin um, <laughs> but like but there's a little bit of like uncanny valley there as well obviously it's, yeah I hate that stuff yeah it's 
it's just very, very strange. Um, Plus, they didn't have that much choice with Rogue One. They had a choice with Ronnie Dio not to do it. But <laughs> <laughs> I always feel like this this would be the moment where I'm like, okay, no, I'm maybe done with this. Is if I went, this was legitimately running through my head. If I went to see Metallica and they started playing anything off like Master of Puppets, and all of a sudden they had like a hologram Cliff Burton on stage, I think I would be like, nice. Oh, and also that must be so weird. Like I know that if. If one of my best friends that I played with for years and years died, mm. and then decade later they're next to me on stage, God, I hate it. It would be fucking horrendous. It would kill you so because weird. they're not yeah. there. Because it's a ghost and yeah. they murder people. Yeah, yeah, it's what you're saying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Good. Next That's what I thought. No, but imagine <laughs> that. Imagine being that close to seeing like um, a moving representation of that person but they're not uh, actually there horrible no. apparently like Black Mirror uh, apparently at um, the Ronnie James Dio gigs they have trained Ghostbusters on hand <laughs> at all times just in case uh, it's not actually a hologram it's a ghost <laughs> and it needs to be taken it needs to be contained yeah <laughs> um, oh, there's a few more headlines on here I would recommend everyone just goes to blabmouth.net every day type in your favourite whether it's yeah, Paul Stanley just starts reading through whether it's you know Gene Simmons. There was one I was going to talk about, <laughs> which was like a really big deal. Oh, uh, hang on. If if the if hologram Dio flicks the horns, yeah. yeah. Who would Gene sue? Oh, it's not a real hand, is it? Yeah. Oh. So, and how do how do holograms fit in with the law? I know. Is it? Are we talking about what could they do? Could they expose themselves? Is it a corporeal set of horns, or is it a more <laughs> sort of gesture of a horn, like a spiritual horn? So what what if like say you had a children's entertainer or something like that as like a um, so Dan's laughing at Blavmouth the picture of Dave Mustaine of the headline is Mustaine's uh, vision was to destroy Metallica <laughs> he looks so intent as well in this photo he looks like was whoa whoa was Dave Mustaine kicked out of Metallica so I've heard. I have no, no. idea how he felt about Why? that. Records, records don't go about that far. So Why no doesn't he sure. mention this? We, he should yeah. really tell We don't have any idea how he would have felt. No, um, he should really cry on camera about I this. think one of my favourite things about... Oh, the Omega Death album was Boss. It's so. amazing. Oh, good. oh that was, was that last year or was that the year before? Year before. Okay, I only listened to it last year. 2016 had some dope records. Vultures yeah. have come yeah. out of the nest. Oh, so good. 2016 had some fucking amazing records. So when I was putting together my list for this year... There were, the ones that stood out were amazing, but 2016 was fucking killer. When was Periphery 3? 2016. The stage was 2016. 2016. Oh, yeah. Also, everything about 2017 can just fuck off now. That's great. Yeah. Like, as far as years go, not the best. Yeah, I would say it's my least favourite year. Yeah. For I th- many, many I, reasons. Yes, I think uh, let's fucking get rid of that now. Yeah. And this, By the way, guys, this is us officially on record saying it's 2018. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. In, in in like prove me wrong. In the spin-off to the podcast we hadn't recorded that you'll hear down the line, we were very careful not to mention the date because we didn't know when we we're going to be putting them out. Yeah, but I'm now uh, seeing Pearl Jam this year, so it's already going to be better than Ooh. 2017. Yeah. And I plan to record a three-hour length podcast as the concert's going on, just <laughs> speaking my opinions of each song. <laughs> uh, I'd just be far enough away where you just hear a muffled sound that you're not quite sure. <laughs> I'm just sure I really like that song. A lot of business like this, I hope. Yeah, yeah, of course. Thank you. Um, I mean, That's Foley work. Just, just, to, just to sum up 2017 in a nutshell, I saw uh-huh. the insane clown posse live. <laughs> we, ha- oh my god, we've got so much. This to is talk such a stream of consciousness podcast. We, there's so many things we need to talk about in other yeah. episodes. Yeah. Um, 
Yeah. But we're going to talk <laughs> next. We're going to watch something that isn't going to be mentioned on yeah. this episode. <laughs> um, a band who I was really excited to see, and now I'm not so sure though. But I've kind of bought the ticket. Machine Head. Ooh. So yeah, I'm kind of glad I didn't get a ticket now. I'm I'm a big Machine Head fan. Mm-hmm. I would say, go on record and say I love Machine Head. They're maybe one of my favorite Whoa, metal Jim. bands. I know controversial, right? Nah, they're great. Um, From Burning Red all the way through to Supercharger, and they were on such a great run of albums. Oh, they were crushing it. They were doing such a good job. From Free the Ash of Empires, The Blackening. Oh. One of the albums which I'm doing kissing like, noises. It's like <laughs> like a decade defining metal album. Um yeah, def- I just definitely sound like we were all just making out. There's loads of women there, you can't see them. Uh, yeah. Locust, again, <laughs> great follow-up. Um, Bloodstone Diamonds, amazing, just real consistent. Oh, that was... With just like an absolute stone cold classic in the middle of the blackening. And then they thought, wait. Why don't people like our supercharger Burning Red era enough? And so... Have they released any more songs from it? Yes. Oh, have they? It's called... So, basically, Machine Head have a new album out. I think within the week or so. Called Catharsis. And it feels like they've... Anything but. Yeah. (laughs) It feels like they've kind of dropped all of those kind of... It's not nothing wrong with not writing long songs and everything. You know. No, but skills is the word but, you're looking yeah. for. <laughs> but good songs, you know, if you're not going to write long songs, write good songs. Is it a really hard pivot then? Because that single it, sounded ridiculous compared to what they're doing. It's such a hard pivot. There's nothing wrong with going more melodic. We talked about this earlier. And also, do what you want. If you're a band, do yeah. what you want. And if it's shit, well, I'm sorry. It, this is, <laughs> you fucked up. Everything I've heard from this album is just so bad. The album cover's terrible. The al- yeah. It's... All I the, it's seen it. yeah, I'll it's it all of the worst new metal indulgences, Ugh. kind of. But in 2018, in, but in 2018, and I don't know whether Rob Flynn's thinking, "Hey, um, new metal is going to come back round again. It's going to be like a revival. I want to be at the forefront of this." But considering that, like stuff like it's like being super- at the forefront of a human centipede. That's as good <laughs> as it's going to get. Are they being supported, supported by Spineshank? So this is the thing. I quite there's like no, Spineshank. There's, <laughs> oh, there's, there's no support act. It's an evening with Machine Head. The idea is they play like a two they, and a half hour. They did that before when I saw them and it was superb. I really yeah. like the idea I, of it. I'm really excited for that. It's just I it don't know amazing. how much new material they're going to be playing. That album cover. Because... Everything I've heard from Catharsis sounds so bad. There's your album cover. <laughs> it just oh, looked, yeah. like to me it says Roadrunner Records 2000 Digipack Edition. Yeah. Like, <laughs> with bonus remix tracks. Yeah. Uh, and that's a bad title for an album. Yeah. Terrible. One of us here has the Digipack version of uh, Supercharger. Uh, I don't actually. You got rid of it. Yeah, got rid of it. Um, and so yeah, I, I gave it to Jim because I, I don't know. Why, like, I know, I know they're gonna go out there. They're gonna play Davidian. They're gonna play yep. Imperium. They're gonna play uh, well, you know, Promise Day. Pro- pro- something like aesthetics. They did play that last time I saw. Them. I reckon they would do. Yeah, yeah. Um, like I, there's you know, a whole catchy. bunch of like amazing songs that I'm really looking forward to hearing. But if it's gonna be a lot of material for a new album, and I hate to be that oh fuck, we're just playing the new stuff kind of guy because when I see bands. I kind of want to see the new stuff because again I've seen Machine Head play Davidian every single time I've seen yeah. it yeah yeah it's, it's fun seeing something different it's good to see the new stuff but if it's going to be a lot of this new stuff I am genuinely worried like every single thing about like for example the music video they did for the title track in that video it's them in like a padded cell 
like trying to break out kind of thing. Oh, it looks like it's, the outro. It's, it's exactly what you'd expect from like a new metal video. That disturbs first. Yeah, it's the, yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. There is a corn DVD, and the whole menu system is based around an asylum. Yeah, and that looks like the DVD menu. It's just such oh, a man. weird aesthetic and sound to go back to. Of hate. <laughs> <laughs> it makes sense for corn back then to have done that. Yeah, yeah, one hundred percent. That's very much like this? that's the definition of that time. I need to listen to yeah. more songs of the album because that first single was toilet music. Yeah. It was oh, did you? Did you? This is very blabbermouth now. Did you see? Um, they got a pretty, pretty shit review of um, the album, and they put yeah. up on their like all of their official social media. I saw, yeah. Slagging off this reviewer and the reviewer being like, "Don't know shit. What is this to?" All oh, this that's stuff. That's yeah. unbe- for a band of that stature as well. It's like, oh yeah. my god, these don't like our album. Well, the thing is, uh, uh, Rothlin seems a bit like that. Yeah, the, the, I really the, like the thing, I, I do as well. Like, yeah. I, it depends I, on what he's talking I about. Actually I actually feel here's the thing with Rothlin as well. Like over the last few years, I feel like outspoken, like woke Rothlin. I really like I love him it. as love a it. person. Like, I love it. Great because he's the way he articulates his feelings, the way he captures like... Uh, the whole thing with Phil Anselmo Phil being Anselmo racist, stuff, he yep. was amazing. Yeah. So I mean, I really like him some stuff. It depends what he's talking about. Yeah. I think. Whereas like, this is, yeah, because he used to be, he, I think what it is, is like, I think he's actually quite sensitive to criticism. Yes. Like when, <laughs> what do you think? Yeah. When, um, <laughs> when the Morphings Change came out, when the Burning Red came out, I remember he got into like, you know, real war of words with critics and stuff. I remember he had beef with Kerry King for like a decade because Kerry King basically called them out on like, Burning Red and Supercharger and that those albums were bad um, and I think he's someone who's been a critical darling uh, for like what it's like 2003 really that think is about it? a wonderful term it's good isn't it he had that beef with um, critical do you remember darling he started, <laughs> do you remember he went off on one about um, not the stage uh, the album before oh, uh, oh Hell yeah. to the King Hell to the King, King. King. Yeah. he's like oh my god they're just ripping off Metallica they Avengers came out and were like, no, we wanted to do like a Metallica style album. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, they sound like lots of stuff on it. It's quite, ob- yeah. One of my quite fav- obvious for that was one of my favorite things about that was um, I was reading an interview with M Shadows, and apparently when Rob Flynn's comments sort of popped up, he got like a phone call from Chris Jericho. So, <laughs> Let me fucking run out this thing and slagging you because I saw. I want to kick his ass. Um, well, Chris Jericho rang uh, Avengers. M Shadows. Yeah. Amazing. Uh, yeah. That's so good. Um, yeah. So I. Oh God, there's like 15 songs of this album as well. Yeah. Apparently, well, I think it's like over an hour as well. Oh, good. That was that was my only my only gripe with the last one is that it felt too long. Yeah, definitely. I say you could cut off a couple off the back end. Like they yeah. tried they tried to do one which was a bit like uh, realize, realize, realize. It called like imaginary cells, and it was, yeah, it doesn't have the same impact. Um, but yeah, I. I'm sure I'm going to have a good time. I've, 100%. I know a couple of friends going, it's going to be great. They're but, amazing live. Yeah, they're amazing live. But it's just, it's always disheartening when a band you really like put out a bad album. As someone whose favourite band is Metallica, I know all about <laughs> Um And we will be covering some of those albums at some point on this podcast. Um, oh yeah, we're not going to be covering the good ones. Yeah, yeah. Don't oh, worry about that. Yeah. No, I mean, every, what can you possibly say about, and just this role hasn't been said already. Exactly. There's no bass on there, the production's weird, the songs exactly. are great. Whereas, like... What can you say about Lulu? Oh, quite a lot. <laughs> I am a table. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so... Um, I say, I'm... I'm uh, I, when, a, when a band... You, also, it's not even just like a band, an album that just points. I could listen to like an album by a band I like and go, oh, that one's not grabbed me like the last one, but okay, cool, whatever. Yeah, it's well, all right, a few good yeah. songs from here. Straight away, everything thing I heard was a red flag. And I kind of <laughs> like, I am not going to like this record. <laughs> Um, and they've got a song called California Bleeding they do uh, 
written by fans. <laughs> California <laughs> bleeding, <laughs> followed by triple beam, <laughs> followed by collided. <laughs> I really hope it's, it's just California dreaming, but um, yeah, <laughs> he just writes the word bleeding. California bleeding. Okay. All the leaves are red, just like <laughs> the sky is red. I also hope. I also hope between. <laughs> between every single line he, d- he doubles down the Rob Fl- Flynn thing of going up to the microphone and going <laughs> yeah <laughs> I, love, I love that yeah oh but yeah, yeah that, that's what I'm looking forward to cool. and most importantly I'm looking forward to doing more of his podcast as well for us to be finally kind of committing to this uh, for a time when we were doing um, the... so we've got a series based around Iron Maiden yeah. where our friend uh, who's into kind of rock and metal lot of stuff he's put us, us onto new bands we've put us new bands it's been a real real cool experience the band he recommended us to us was brand new and within about two <laughs> months of checking out that band the, they basically broke up because the front man was sending dick pics to teenage girls on MySpace or something yeah so cheers to that yeah <laughs> exactly. and now my phone's full of those pictures yeah yes. oh my god uh, but no it's, it was a real good experience and was, we mostly did it because it's called Maiden Voyage and that's we wanted to show him every single Iron Maiden album for the first time because he's never listened to a full album. Yeah. So we had did a he, great time doing that. Did he enjoy them? You'll have to listen and find <laughs> out. <laughs> so, um, but I think we're going to do a few more like deep dive series as well. Yep. Like we're going to look into some bands who've got really fun, you know, varied discographies and like go through those. That's that should be a lot of fun. We've got our shit list we want to cover. So all of the terrible, terrible rock and metal albums. And also the the weirdest albums and it's weird in general yeah, yeah. yeah like we've, we've we've got a lot and also like genre wise it's good there's gonna be a whole mix of shit it's, it's mainly gonna be kind of rock metal stuff like that we yeah. might go off tangent onto some weird business yeah absolutely i think some of that could be coming up soon well, like chris say, cornell uh, album got, but he produced the timberland, the timberland one i know yeah, yeah. I, don't, I don't know this yeah, it's basically we just want to do like a real, real fun series. We want to just get together. Oh man, have some Chris beers. Cornell 2017 was the oh, worst. Oh, you can suck my dick. Oh, fuck, <laughs> and Chester Bennington. Oh, yeah. Sorry, I just forgot Christ. both. Fuck me. And uh, wow. yeah, again, it was only I guess it was this year, but now lost like every like classic lineup member of Motorhead as well. Yeah, yeah, I would say that's just the hangover, the hangover of 2017. Was Bowie 17 or 16? 2016. 2016. Because I know we yeah. lost a lot. Like two years ago. He, he died right at the start. He was like two years ago. Set, last he he, set, set he was tone. that first domino. Yeah, yeah. Set the tone. Last yeah. week, because it was just it was two two years ago. Last week, it was just before. I mean, he died just before Alan Rickman did. Right. Yeah. Okay. January got off to a rotten start. Because yeah. Lemmy had died in December. Yeah. Uh, and. Oh, oh gee. Yeah. God. It's not. It's not dwell on it. It's fine. It's fine because. <clears throat> All of all of those rock stars that we grew up listening to are, are coming only getting back younger. Holograms. So it's, yeah. it's <laughs> <laughs> no, so we yeah we we hope that you guys like this. If you do like it, yeah, please you know uh, follow us on Facebook, Twitter, yes, Instagrams, will... all the all the social mediums. Yeah. It'll probably become a bit more structured. I'm not promising that as we go on, but we hope we hope yeah, we develop we hope, a formula. Yeah. Also, stream of consciousness is very funny to us. Yes, so. yeah. and we also we've bought our own equipment now so we kind of we have kind of to commit yeah. so like if you guys could just keep listening keep listening yeah um, spread the word yeah um, and hopefully you'll be hearing a lot f- more from us very soon drop some links hashtag slowly we rock um, that's our name but with a hashtag at the front <laughs> you, might know it, you might know it's a pound symbol as well <laughs> 
<laughs> but we call it the hashtag. <laughs> cool. Well, thank you for listening, guys. This is us. I've been Lewis. I've been James. I've been Dan. Thank Age you 30, much. 30, 30 and 26. Yeah, yeah in, some, in one of those orders. Yeah. <laughs> That's how we can define ourselves now. Which one of us will win the yeah. date? Find out next week. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you very much for listening. Like, share. Thank everyone that's made this possible. I love share. I don't just like share. I love share. I Thanks, guys. Bye. Do you believe in life after life? <laughs>